Good morning, Grace. Well, I am back with some more quizzing updates that I cannot wait to share with you guys. So will the quizzers please come forward? This past weekend, we traveled all the way to Denham Springs for one of the biggest tournaments of the year, Extravaganza. This tournament sees teams from all across the South Central US, including Texas, Mississippi, Louisiana, Arkansas, Colorado. They're all there in hopes of qualifying early for nationals. It's a three-day extravaganza, and it's jam-packed with quizzing and fellowship, devotions, and uh, rallies. So, without further ado, as I'm sure you can see, we did take home some hardware, so I won't drag it out anymore. Your team from Grace Church placed first, going undefeated at Extract. So as I mentioned, that does qualify us to attend nationals, which is very exciting. Um, also placing first on the all-tournament team with the highest average in the tournament was Noah Watley. So what I appreciated about our team this weekend was that they all quizzed as a team. Um, they all in their own way contributed. Um, and in one quiz, Heston was the highest scorer. In another quiz, Joseph was the second highest scorer. I did not give you that picture to put up there. <laughs> um, and they were so impressive all three days of the tournament, not just in how well they quizzed, because they did quiz very well, but in their attitudes. Um, they, uh, they have done everything that's been asked of them to prepare for this tournament, and it showed in how they quizzed coming together in every game to contribute to the wins. It wasn't about personal scores for them either. All they cared about was a team win, and uh, for that, I'm very grateful. At one point on Friday, Lainey came to me, and she said that she felt like Heston was quizzing better than she was that day, and she felt like she should be the one to substitute out. And that meant that Lainey would have less time at the board because we can only have three quizzers at a time at the board and so her mentality was so selfless to, to recognize that Heston was was on fire so to speak and that he should sit in a little bit longer than she should so as a coach that meant more to me or as much to me as the trophies and the ribbons and so um, you know I'm just I want to thank you all of you uh, for your hard work and for doing everything that has been asked of you. It was um, no small feat, y'all, for them to accomplish this this weekend. So uh, thank you to my wonderful quizzers, parents, um, and thank you, Grace. We had uh, quite the cheering section this weekend, and it felt so nice to look out in the audience and see y'all. So thank you all so much. Well, praise the Lord. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise this morning, folks? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, praise the Lord. We, I have just a few, count it, two announcements for you this morning, and, and, and then I have something I'd like to share with you. Tuesday, March 14th, we will have our Tuesday morning prayer in the sanctuary at 10 a.m. And Monday, March 27th, youth camp registration opens. No, you guys are excited about that, right? 
Can I hear from the kids, the young people? Right. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I was thinking this morning, all of us, uh, we prepared for church. We, we, we put on our Sunday best, and we came on into, into grace. And we came in with some predetermined expectations, I believe, some preconceived notions about what church is going to be, I believe. And as we were, as I was driving in, uh, the, the scripture, when Jesus was interacting, the, the interaction that Jesus had with Lazarus and Mary and Martha, the Lord said that he was, in, in, in John chapter 11, verse 14, he said, and then Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and I'm glad for your sakes, for your sakes that I was not there, that you may believe. You have to understand that Jesus was not talking to a group of strangers. He was speaking to people that were following him. He was speaking to his disciples. And what he was trying to tell them is, your preconceived notions of who I am need to change. And what I would like to encourage you this morning to do is allow God to demonstrate to you who he really is. Allow him to reveal to you his capacities to help you out of heartache, to remove from you the, the pain of betrayal. Let God do something extraordinary in your life that he hasn't done in the past. God can do things that you cannot conceive of. Let's worship the Lord this morning and give him praise, church. Let's stand to our feet and worship this morning. God bless you.
to the law. But the Bible tells us that their shackles were loose and the door to the cell became to swing open wide. Is anybody hungry today for a promise in your life, for something to come forth in your life? Why don't you just praise it?
Jesus over every heart and every mind cause I know there is peace within your presence I speak Jesus hallelujah God every hand raised in this place today cry out the name of Jesus go through this place today the mighty powerful name of Jesus there is nothing that he cannot do shout out to him today shout Jesus from the mountains and Jesus in the street Jesus in the darkness over every enemy Jesus for my family I speak your holy Jesus in the darkness over every
mission for a dynamic group of caring people focused on serving an amazing God and doing life together, that's who we are at Grace Church. I'm Pastor Glenn Murphy. Our purpose is to know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference together. We've been in this community for almost 15 years. If you're looking for a local church with exceptional worship and a practical message, I invite you to join us on Sundays at 11 a.m. Grace Church, we'll save you a seat. Thank the Lord. Let's give the Lord some praise here today, shall we? Everybody praise Him. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Come on, everybody. Let's clap your hands. He's worthy. He's worthy. Yes, He is. He's worthy. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. What a mighty move of God's Spirit is visible and evident in this place today. I'm thankful for what I see, and I'm certainly thankful for what I feel here today. Jesus showed up today, and I don't believe he showed up to be a spectator. I believe he showed up today to do something mighty among us. Hallelujah. I feel the presence of the Lord. Let's praise him again, shall we? Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank the Lord. I wanted to present to you our, our church ad again, and it's strategic in doing that. But uh, Ryan cross-texted me last night, and uh, he said that there were around 4,000 people, unique people, he uh, referred to it as, um, that were reached just on Facebook alone this past week. What other medium could we use to reach that many people in just a week's time? Thank the Lord. Very thankful to him for making this happen, uh, bringing this to Grace Church, literally. And uh, I believe we're going to see some results from it. You can't sow seed without God giving a harvest. It's, it's not possible. And uh, I'm very thankful for that. And I'm thankful for all of you that are here. And uh, thank you for coming. Our guest here today, welcome. We're so glad to have you, so glad to see you. Thank the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank the Lord. I want to uh, go to the word of the Lord this morning. And uh, as I do that, I would like to make a very quick announcement. We're going to be uh, restructuring, redoing the young adult class. And uh, we're going to just put it on hold for uh, a few weeks. So all the young adult people, if you just join us back over here for uh, Sunday school and sanctuary, and uh, we'll get that up and running, uh, hopefully in the very near future. So remember that. Um, have a prayer request I'm going to bring to you in just a moment. But first, let's go to Daniel chapter 4 and verse 13. want to jump right into the word of God this morning. Thank you again, praise team, for absolutely taking us to the throne of God here this morning through the medium of praise and worship. Don't you love these people? They do an amazing job. They do a great job. Thank the Lord. This is going to be just a little bit of maybe a, a peculiar reading. Uh, if you're not real familiar with the Word of God, I'm going to read the whole thing for context, but there's uh, a little statement that I'm going to take out of this, and uh, this is what I want to preach to you here this morning. The Bible said, and this is King Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, speaking. 
He said, I saw in the visions of my, uh, my head upon my bed, and behold, a watcher and an holy one came down from heaven. He cried, he cried aloud and said thus, Hew down the tree, cut off his branches, shake off his leaves, scatter his fruit, let the beast get away from under it, and the fowls from his branches. Verse 15. Nevertheless, leave the stump. Leave the stump of his roots in the earth, even with a band of iron and brass and the tender grass of the field, and let it be wet with the dew of heaven, and let his portion be with the beast in the grass of the earth. Let his heart be changed from a man's to let a beast heart be given unto him, and let seven times or seven years pass over him. This matter is by the decree of the watchers and the demand by the word of the holy ones to the intent that the living may know that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men and giveth it to whomsoever he will and setteth up over uh, it the, be- the basest of men. This dream I, King Nebuchadnezzar, have seen. Now thou, O Belteshazzar, which is Daniel, Declare the interpretation thereof, for as much as all the wise men of my kingdom are not able to make known unto me the interpretation, but you're able, for the spirit of the holy gods is in thee, Nebuchadnezzar said. I want to lift out of this, I'll explain it just for a moment, and then we'll shoot off for our sermon today, uh, shoot off in another direction. But I want you to notice the first four words of verse 15. Nevertheless, leave the stump. Everybody say, leave the stump. Everybody say, the stump. I want to preach to you for a little while this morning. And I have preached six sermons this year leading up to this moment. I want to preach to you for a little while this morning the power of a stump. We're power of a stump. Look at your neighbor and say, the power of a stump. I don't want you to forget that. I want you to say it over and over. I don't want you to forget it. Thank the Lord. I want us to take just a moment and pray over the remainder of this service that God will speak to us. And um, as you know, most of you know, our sweet brother Tony Roberts went on to his reward yesterday. And I'd like for us to pray for his sweet family. Thank the Lord. Let's pray over the service. Let's pray for this family. I believe Brother Roberts is in the hands of Jesus right now. There's no question nor doubt about that. Let's pray. Jesus, we love you. We're thankful for this great moment. We're thankful for this moment you brought to Grace Church. We've worked hard. You've worked hard. A lot of things have happened to bring us to this moment. And I pray that you would move and bless in this service today, that you would anoint and inspire our thoughts, our minds, to say the right things, to present this the right way, the way you would want to have it done. And God, we pray for Brother Roberts. We pray for his family, that you would be with them, comfort them, strengthen them, bless them. God, their footsteps, we ask it in Jesus' name. And everybody say amen. Thank the Lord. God bless you. You may be seated. Before I launch into my sermon today, back to our ad, Ryan reported around 4,000 unique people have been reached. How many, how long would it take to knock that many doors? How long would it take for two or three people to reach that many people? 
I believe what this ad is showing to Grace Church right now is the power of a stump. This is something God is doing, and it is a great thing. It is a good thing, and everybody said amen. Thank the Lord. In our scripture setting, uh, most of you probably realize that the book of Daniel is kind of an Old Testament counterpart to the book of Revelation in the New Testament. Some may believe that, some don't, but I believe most do. The one thing that Daniel does not cover is the church age from the day of Pentecost through the rapture. Uh, Daniel doesn't go into that, but the one of the lead characters, if not the lead character in this scripture setting, if y'all go ahead and put that picture on the screen for me, is Nebuchadnezzar. He is the king of Babylon. That's the wrong one, the other one. Y'all just gave away my whole entire sermon. Because God revealed to him a Gentile king, a very wicked king. You'll understand and remember that 